listening to another episode of Courageous Conversations with Sheree. I'm your girl, Sheree Darianne, and today I'm so excited to be back with you here on WRUU 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global. So yes, you heard it. You heard it right here. And we're back with another episode of Courageous Conversation where we are naked, unashamed, and unapologetic with our truth. We do everything on purpose. And then we pass the mic. We seriously pay it for it while giving you the opportunity, the encouragement, and the empowerment to do the same. What's up today? I have another actually very special guest, a returning guest. One I actually consider to be a brother, a love of all things motivational, and so much more. But before I jump into that, let me jump into this and remind you that the viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its staff, or its license holder. And now that we've gotten that taken care of, let me check the line. Dr. Jonas Gadsden, are you with me, sir? Yes, I am. Awesome. Why don't you say hello to Savannah and those that are listening to us around the world? Well, as I usually start off, there are three kinds of people, those that make things happen, those that watch things happen, and those who wondered what happened. I believe that each one of you are individuals that make things happen, and I'm so glad to be back on your program once again. That is super fantastic. I absolutely love that. Like I can already tell today, we are making things happen. With that being said, I'm not going to prolong this gift. I am going to roll out the red carpet for you, Dr. Jonas Gadsden. So who is Dr. Jonas Gadsden? I'm so glad you asked. He is an international motivational speaker corporate trainer, radio personality, author, and expert communication coach. He is known as Mr. Enthusiastic, and that is when an exclamation point. He is the president and CEO of Partners for Purposeful Living LLC that specializes in speaking, training, and developing greatness, where he delivers messages of education, inspiration, transformation, and of course, motivation. He brings 30 years of corporate knowledge and skills, expertise, and experience from two Fortune 500 companies, Xerox and Eastman Kodak Company, to the speaking and training arenas. At Eastman Kodak Company, he trained over 8,000, you heard me correct, employees from 69 countries who were vice presidents, managers, human resource representatives, supervisors, group leaders, executives, secretaries, and manufacturing employees, just to name a few. And he achieved the Trainer of the Year Award when he delivered a motivational message 
to the Professional Women's Engineering Group and Delphi Automotive, a manager, came in and heard the last 10 minutes of his speech and was so impressed that she hired him on the spot. He met with her and did a needs assessment of her organization, custom designed the materials and delivered two dynamic days at Delphi training for managers, supervisors, human resource professionals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Savannah, I think you get the point. As a result, he motivated them to increase their productivity and improve the company's profitability. In 2020, Dr. Gadsden was inducted into Who's Who in America and delivered educational, inspirational, transformational, and motivational messages virtually at the Wonder Women Tech Global Summit in London, England, the multicultural symposium with professionals from six of the seven continents and the Black Speakers Network Global Summit, just to name a few. In 2021, at the I Am A Victor virtual summit, he was the first speaker among 39 women speakers. His message entitled, Say Yes to Your Success, set the tone for the entire summit. Dr. Gadsden is a distinguished Toastmaster, the highest level of achievement with Toastmasters International, a graduate of Dale Carnegie, and a member of the Dr. John Maxwell's coaching team. He has a doctorate degree in theology. He graduated from the Buford Chamber Leadership Class and was nominated twice for the Civitas Lifetime of Leadership Award. He was inducted into the Buford High Alumni Hall of Fame, his alma mater, for distinguishing himself in profession, leadership, and service. Dr. Gadsden is the author of his first book, which I love, How to Fly Like an Eagle with Wings Like a Wimp. It teaches you how to take a chance, take charge, and take control of your life. The second edition is coming out in 2021. He is also the contributing author to three anthologies coming out this year in 2021. One, make it matter. Two, I am a victor. And three, you are enough. He has been featured in Speakers Magazine, Pink Magazine, and Buford Lifestyle Magazine, just to name a few. He believes that this is the decade for the doers. Get it done in 2021. Dr. Jonas, or is known as Mr. Enthusiastic, and his motto is, since greatness is possible, excellence is not enough. Go for greatness. Wow. That was certainly a mouthful, sir. How does it feel when you hear, wow, so much that you've served up in humanity? What, what, what does that feel like to hear this laundry list of achievements that you've made? It's very encouraging when you think about being a country boy and what, how God have used me and the gift that he have given me and to hear it. And I don't attribute none of that, you know, to me, all the glory and honor goes to God. As I always say, I just stopped by to brag on him. So yes, and thank you. You did a great, you did a great job. I wasn't expecting you to read all of that, but you did a wonderful uh, job. And congratulations because you read it the same way that I wrote it. So I'm going to send you a check <laughs> in the mail for that great introduction. 
Awesome. Well, you know, I don't often take the time to read uh, particularly long bios, but I didn't feel any hesitation. And so I just continued to roll out the red carpet for you. It's certainly deserving. You've done the work and I believe that you deserve the reward for it. So yes, thanks for allowing me to hold that space and time to properly introduce you. And there's so much more to you is the thing. And I know just from our own uh, behind the scenes, green room conversations that you desire to leave empty, right? You want to pour out all of every drop of Dr. Jonas Gadsden in this world. So why don't you speak to us from that vein? Uh, yes, I want to live full and die empty. I'm working on a, a legacy. The scripture said a good man leave a legacy for three generations. So I've learned to learn the lesson of the legacy, then live the legacy, and then leave the legacy after I'm dead and gone. And I left the world better than the way that I found it. So that's my whole purpose, the gift that he has given to me to allow it to bud, to bloom, and to blossom into a bright and beautiful future. Yeah. So Dr. Gadsden, I know um, you know how difficult COVID has been for so many people and how we have lost like hundreds of thousands of people due to the virus, right? Yes. And in, in that time, in 2020, you know, I have a small business that I do. I take occasional clients where I do loan closings and some notary services and other things. And last year, what I realized that there were a lot of our seniors, especially family members, is my point, that were in, say, assisted living facilities where their family literally could not reach them. Or there were people that ended up on ventilators in hospitals and their family could not be physically with them due to this virus because it was so dangerous. And end of life decisions, Dr. Gadsden, had to be made. And so my role in a lot of that was actually helping people sign their power of attorney, you know, giving personal representation, all of that was occurring at that point. And what I realized to your point of living full and dying empty is I think now more than ever, what it has done for me personally is ignited a passion to live my eulogy now so that it's no question after I'm gone, the work that I've done. Yes. What yes. do you think about that thought? Yes, absolutely. I agree with you 100% because I know that we all have hurts, habits, and hang up and the healing power of Dr. Jesus make the big difference. And knowing that we're gonna to have to leave here we have to pivot. And when we hit with that virus that hit, made a lot of impact on all of us. And I didn't know much about technologies and I have to learn. So now I've incorporated that just because you have to use tech, you don't have to lose the human touch. You still can use this opportunity to see and to seize the moment to live those dreams, those goals, and those aspirations. And certainly we're gonna honor those that we have lost last year and this year. But this is the decade for the doers. And I believe that bonus from Jonas, do it now in 2021. Whatever that is, whatever that dream is, whatever you wanna be, whatever do you wanna do, and whatever you do, do you wanna have, the urgency is doing it right now. 
know today is the first day of the rest of your life. Yesterday is a cancer check. Tomorrow is a promissory note. But today you have cash in your hand. Live full and die empty. Yeah. So that being said, you know, just making the statements that use tech, but don't lose the human touch, or this is the decade for doers. The sense of urgency that I get from having this conversation and certainly around uh, emphasizing now, right? This time yes. right now. Yes. What you're implying is if this is the decade for the doers, obviously prior to this, we weren't doing enough. Right. That's right. So why yes. do you say that? My whole point of bringing that point of clarity is what are you saying behind what you're saying my, is the reason? What's the intention? What's the drive? What's the passion? Why do you make that stance today? Do you feel like before 2020 occurred or because 2020 actually happened, that was the opportunity to actually pivot, create this new normal or create something brand new period, forget normal for us to live our best lives, for us to live period and not just exist? Yes, yes. Uh, bonus from Jonas. When you're running out of time, it's time to start running. And yes, that don't focus on what I emphasize. Don't focus on what you have lost. Focus on what you have left, because what you have left is enough to get the job done. Sometimes we have gotten complacent and take things for granted. We have taken loved ones for granted. We're thinking that we're gonna be here uh, for you know forever. And so this was a wake up call. Certainly it was a wake up call you know, for me to get in a hurry and to allow that dream because all of us was given a gift and a gift that's in us. It's time now to open up that gift, unwrap and the gift was placed in us. The scripture said, if a man or woman develop their gift, the gift will take them in front of kings. So now this is your time and this is your turn to do what you need. You're pregnant with possibility. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. Don't worry about what you lost. Worry about what you have left. I don't want to even say worry about it. Focus on that. That's right. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don't focus on what you have lost. Focus on what you have left. Because what you have left is enough to get the job done. Because see, what you have left is gone. There's nothing you can do. So use what you have left. But it's what you have left that you have not developed, that you have taken for granted. It's like a scripture in the Old Testament where God asked Moses a very important question. What is it that you have in your hand? He thought he just had a stick. Until God said, throw it down and it turned into a serpent. But he was torting that stick for at least 40 years. He said, picked it up again. And so the, the point here, what is it that you have in your hand? There's a book in your hand. There's a restaurant in your hand. There's a poem in your hand. There's dreams, their goals, and their aspiration right into your hand. Don't bolt it, birth it. So I really want to focus on focus right now because there's so much, right? There's so much noise in the world. There's a lot of people doing a lot of things. Some good, some not so good. Some good, let's just say some not, some bad, right? Let's just say that. And everything's striving for our attention, all of our attention. And there's a lot of us on this planet, right? 8 billion plus people on yes. this planet, right? Yes. So yes. Just imagine that, but if what you focus on, do you feel like that's what grows? That becomes the main thing? Uh, yes. And matter of fact, in my one of my new books that I'm writing, I'm making a distinction between a lifelong learner and a laser learner. I, I life, lifelong learner have helped me a lot. 
um, over the years. But what I discovered that a lot of things that I was learning as a lifelong learner was totally unnecessary. Ooh, I had wow. to unlearn, I had to unlearn some of the things that I should have never learned in the first place. So in the second book that's coming out this year, I'm talking about a laser learner. And a, a laser learner, you know exactly what you're going in. If I'm taking a course, I know exactly what I'm going in there for. So I'm not going to come back out with something else. Because as you said earlier, life is full of distraction. And I also said that some of us have been fortunate to not have to go uh, in wars and deal with weapon of mass destruction, but that is not our challenge. Our challenge is weapon of mass distraction that's pulling us away. Matter of fact, studies indicate that there's over 11 million different distraction that comes to us on a daily basis. And we only have the capacity to deal with about 40 to 50 of those distractions. Wow. Say that stat again, sir, if you don't mind. Yes. The study indicate there's it's 11 million different distraction that comes after us that are really pulling for our attention, trying to pull us away from our dreams, our goals, and our aspiration. And it's only about 40 to 50 that we have the time to give some attention to. And that's what had happened in the past. We were pulled away from our purpose. We'll pull away from our gift as if we, the more is not promised to us. The scripture said, the day you hear my voice, harden up your heart. Now is the acceptable time. Now is the day to take action. Wow. Yesterday I was speaking to someone. We were talking about the power of our thoughts and how we basically create our life by what we give our attention to. I believe the scripture says, as a man thinketh, so is he, right? And so, yes. which is why I was talking about focus earlier is because basically where you give your focus, that's where you're giving your time, your energy, your effort. And think about what the stats you just said, 11 million distractions per day, 11 million. And then you yes. said we can only really give, we have the capacity for only 40 to 50 of those, which still seems like a lot, right? It is, yes. <laughs> and I'm thinking about what your motto is, since greatness is possible, excellence is not enough go for greatness. I'm thinking even with the 40 to 50 that we do have the capacity, if we give all our time and attention to 40 or 50, will it really be in excellence? Will it even be great? Will it even be close? Or will it be average mediocre at best? Uh, yes, it'll be mediocre uh, because we only have the capacity. The scripture said this one thing I do. So when you look at those thoughts, then you have to prioritize those thoughts and find out which one of those going to get you to your dreams, your goals, and your aspiration. And you focus on that relentlessly. Now yeah. you say, well, you want to create an opportunity, multi-opportunity for multi-purposes of, of business and stuff but you got to start with one thing yeah. when you focus and that's why i was talking about that laser a laser yes. has the power to burn right through steel so you can burn through all of those obstacles all those stumbling blocks and turn those stumbling blocks into stepping stone and then stun those scars into stars 
and, yeah. and know that this is your time, and, but that being focused, see, because we only have the capacity that even though our creator made us and God made us original, bonus from Jones, don't you dare die a cheap copy. He only give us the ability to focus at one thing at a time. That's pretty amazing. I love this. Again, I always think about our listening audience, right? We're here to serve them. And I know you know that so much, brother, but as we focus on the difference between lifetime learners and laser learners, setting priorities and getting seriously focused, it was an excellent segue to this new book, Make It Matter, because it matters and you matter. I want to hear from you. Tell us about everything that we just, the ground, the foundation we just laid about getting so focused and clear and prioritizing and realizing our own capacities compared to the amount of distractions in the world. Why this book? Why now? Well, if, if there ever been a time that we need words of encouragement and to have hope, uh, having positive expectation, the time is now because you matter. Your dream matters. Your goals matter. There's a book in you that matters. Your story matters. Your business matters. Your word of encouragement, your message matters. Your pain matters. Your financial matters. Your, your relationship matters. Your future. I said, bonus from John, your future is so bright. You need to wear sunglasses, but don't allow anybody to tell you to dim your light. Don't you dim your light, get a brighter watt. Have them to go purchase some sunglasses because the scripture said we are the light of the world. And this is the time for us to take it out of the bushel box and be a light. And what I have learned also, Cherie, is that, for example, because I know you are moving the shaker as I am. And for example, say I have my light. I have a light that's candle and yours mm -hmm. went out temporarily and you stop by asking me for a light. I have to be wise enough to give you light because sooner or later my candle is going to go out and then we both going to be in darkness. But now when I light your candle, the world is brighter yeah. because yeah. we go out and light other people. And that's what this book is about, to give people hope, to give people a dream, to not to give up in spite of what all we've been through. But, but also we wanna focus not what we went uh, through, not that we went through, but we grew, we grow. It's like David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I'll fare no evil. So he just didn't go through, we yeah. grow through. And when we grow through, when we get on the other side, we'll realize that how we got over, we are better. We have a better story. And that in this book also, it, it talks about my hurts, other people's hurts, habits, and hangups. And then, then to give H number four, the healing power. Because no one wants to hear about your successes. They want to know about what you went through and how did you get over. So it's, it's always, everybody I always say has a knee sign, uh, sign on their forehead and, on an, and another one on their chest. And he said, make me feel important. What's in it for me? Why should I listen to you? 
Why this subject? Why, why this time? And what give you the credibility to tell me how to, I can become better? What have you done to get what you did? What kind of sacrifices that you did? As a matter of fact, I mentioned in my new book that over the last several years, I've invested over $100,000 in myself, in my personal and professional development. Someone asked me not that long ago, I said, Dr. Gatson, are you working so hard to get somebody? I said, no, I'm working hard on myself so I can be somebody. You know, I'm so glad you answered the way you did, because I just was thinking, you know, like, why should anyone listen to us? We were talking about the number of distractions, not just us, anything that's in the market today. Why should anyone listen to any of us? And I'm so glad you went there. You said the word healing a couple of times. And the question I wanted to ask you was how important is it to actually stop and reflect? You know, I think so much of us are focused on being successful or doing the next thing, how important is it to just pause, right? How much does that matter and assess where we are and also be accountable and responsible to what we've already done, whether it's great or if it was a mistake or opportunity to learn? Yeah, absolutely. That's why it's so, so important that you take some time to be quiet. Now, allow me to make a distinction between prayer. Oftentimes when we are praying, we are talking to God, but we don't do the second part, allow God to talk to us. And that's in meditation. It's just being quiet. And that's a skill too. The scriptures say study to be quiet. Sometimes we are talking too much. God have given us two ears and one mouth. So he wants us to listen twice as much as we talk and listen with empathy, not just with sympathy. There's a difference between sympathy and empathy. Empathy is that I've taken a chance to walk in your moccasin. I really want to hear what you've been through. I can have some empathy because there's something that you went through. I went through the similar thing, but take time to be quiet. Take some time to take care of yourself. It's like the scripture to present your body, a living, vibrant, a sacrifice. And he don't want animal sacrifice no more. He want us to give us our very, very best. So to be quiet and listen to him. And after you listen, after you get orders from headquarters, have the mindset, speak Lord and thy servant will obey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. That That's really good. So tell us about this book, Make It Matter, and your chapter. Well, my chapter is chapter nine, and I uh, the, the subtitle is Facing the Future, Facing Your Future with a New Focus. And as I said earlier, what you focus on the longest becomes the strongest. So what are you expecting to do and to be and to have? And this book is going to give you some proven, tested, because I'm one of the authors, but there's 16 different authors, and five of us has doctorate degrees. So you got all of this knowledge together in one place that you can use. Because see, what we have been doing, there's a distinction between information. We are being bombarded, bonus from Jonas, we are being bombarded for information, but we are starving for knowledge. The scripture said in Hosea chapter four and verse six, my people are destroyed because of lack of 
knowledge. And so this book helps you to move away from change into transformation. Change is temporary, but transformation is a metamorphosis. I don't care how many legs the caterpillar has, and I don't care how fast he can run. He can never fly until he's transformed into a butterfly. And so some of the things we've been crawling through, wallowing through, meandering through, now it's time to mount up and fly over it. Yeah, you went from caterpillar to a butterfly to an eagle in my mind. <laughs> yes, yes. And I did the same thing in the book, too, because the Isaiah said, mount up with wings like an eagle, not like a buzzard, not like a crow, but mount up. And, and the scripture said, God said, it's only two animals he's like. One is the eagle and the other one is the lion. Mm -hmm. There was a king. The lion is the king of the jungle. He's not the smartest. He's not the biggest. He's not the heaviest. He's just a big cat on steroids. But he's the king. <laughs> listening to me. But he's the king of the jungle. And then the eagle is the king of the air. And that's why God said, mount up with wings like an eagle. The eagle is the only bird that don't head south during the winter month. He don't run away from the storm. He used the wind, the storm, as an updraft to be the wind beneath his wings. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. You've had the opportunity to work with some amazing people in this space of transformation, motivation, empowerment, and betterment. John Maxwell, Les Brown, right? Just to name a few. Yes. Tell us, like, it sounds amazing, right? Yes. How do you keep your own cup full? How do you keep your energy so, I mean, really, we're just talking about reflecting the healing journey. Why should anyone listen to us? What that you have faced in your own life that you have now, I mean, you're lighting other people's candles. Yes. Yes. For example, uh, this is a brief story. When I was four years old and uh, I had a tumor in my stomach, my stomach was protruding as if I was nine months pregnant. The doctors told my mother I was going to die. Eight other babies had the same condition and they all died. And they told my mother that I was going to be number nine. So when they operated me in Robo Hospital, they weren't expecting me to live. I don't know if they even cleansed the utensil because afterward I had a massive infection and the infection spread over uh, from my kidney from the operation on the side that they went to clean up the infection I had. They, they went into my right side to clean up. But what I didn't know that infection had affected the kidney uh, and they took it out when I was four years old. So 50 years, I've been walking around for 50 years with only one kidney. And now that one kidney is only performing five to 11%. But here's the bonus, bonus from Jonas. The doctor gave my mother and me a diagnosis, but God had the final prognosis. And here's the bonus that you only get this bonus from Jonas. Don't let anyone bury you until after you're dead. You're bigger than that. You're better than that. And the best is still in you. Allow that best to bud, to bloom, and to blossom into a bright and beautiful future. My whole life has been a bonus. And, 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 and mostly I'm a private
private person, but I read public because I know other people have hurts, habits, and hang up. I just stopped by to give them the H number four, the healing power. Maybe they have a challenge with cancer. Maybe they have a challenge with high blood pressure or diabetes, or maybe they just lost someone they love and they need to have some hope. They need somebody to give them a word of encouragement. And I want to let them know that yes, I've been through that just one of my story that I lived through. And then let me tell you something. And what I've learned that didn't happen to me only that happened for me. The scripture said all things work together for good for those that love the Lord and for those that are called according to his purpose. So it didn't happen to me. It happened for me so I could brag on God. I love you so much. Oh my God. Listen, that was so good. I'm just going to pause right now and allow our audience also to just take that in, breathe that in and meditate on that. Just let that sit with you guys for just a few moments. I promise I'm going to bring Dr. Jonas Gadsden right back. We're going to take a break for a couple announcements. I want to remind you, you're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia. 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. We'll be right back with you. The City of Savannah Cultural Resources Department announces the opening of the 2021 Weave a Dream application process beginning Friday, February 15th, 2021. Weave a Dream is a project-based grant program that supports the implementation of arts and cultural programs by small and emerging organizations. Proposed projects must be creative in nature and present cultural and arts programming that is free and open to all Savannians, with an emphasis on youth-focused projects. The 2021 deadline for applications is Friday, October 1st at 5 p.m. Program applications and guidelines can be found at the Cultural Resources website at www.savannahga.gov arts. How many times have you heard WRUU's corporate underwriting message? If you remember it, then your potential customers remember your message as well. We are offering this space to connect corporate and institutional partners with our loyal and active listeners. Underwriting on WRUU is short, so listeners don't tune out. It's exclusive, so your message won't be lost in advertising clutter. And it supports Savannah's only community radio station. For a marketing package to increase your reach beyond traditional media, email underwriting at WRUU.org. And we're back. You're listening to another episode of Courageous Conversations with Cherie. I'm your girl, Cherie Darian, and I'm on today with Mr. Enthusiastic, Dr. Jonas Gadsden. Dr. Jonas, are you still there? Yes. That was an amazing first half hour of this episode, but we just left off about how you are looking at your own challenges in life as an opportunity, I would even insert a gift. You stated, your words, not mine, that it did not happen to you, it happened for you. Would you speak to our audience from your own perspective and encourage them how to properly look at everything? I always refer to the Clint Eastwood quote, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I would even insert the indifference. So whether we agree with it or not, it all happened to us 
on purpose. Would you talk to us a little bit more about how you can have that particular posture and perspective about everything that's happened in your life and your journey? Uh, yes, because that's very, very important because that's part of your story. And when you share your story, you are helping someone because the story wasn't given just for me. It was given for others. And if I don't share that uh, story, then I'm neglecting someone to encourage them who are going through similar challenges. But one of the things that I've learned also being a fake person, Paul said he became uh, some things for all the, every people. So when, 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 when you get a doctorate degree and when you have a DTM in Toastmaster, when you have 30 years in corporate America, train over 8,000 people from around uh, the world, got the trainer, yeah, uh, author, all of those things, and a, a man of faith. Now, the reason why I share all of those things, not to impress you, but to impress upon you that I can relate to more people because of how I utilize the gift. Paul also, he became everything that he'd be able to save some. So the people who are, in, who are into degrees, they'll listen to me because I got a doctorate degree. The people who are in corporate America, I worked for two 500 uh, com uh, company for 30 years. For people who are in the academia world, I picked up a few learning things that who are authors, who are entrepreneurs, who, who are, have some struggles that they feel like giving up. I've been there, done that, but it happened to me. I turned all of that in to helping other people so I can be able to relate to them, to more people. If you are one-dimensional, and I don't let nobody pigeonhole me and put me in one dimension. And then sometimes let me say this, I'm going to go on this limb. Since I'm already on the limb, I just, well, go ahead and pick the fruit. And sometimes when you get into religious world that I love, and that's my favorite, sometimes they have that tendency that, well, nothing matter. He doesn't matter what he has. The only thing that matters that he's a child of God. Well, that does matter, but everything matters because God has given me a gift. And some of us have never opened up the gift. We look for the 25th of December to do something, but you've been having that gift that he put in you 40, 30, 20 years, and it was wrapped. And the creator thought the first place you would look is right inside of yourself. Your gift is still wrapped inside of you. You need to open it up. Don't abort it, birth it. I think I said something. I said, don't <laughs> abort your dreams, your goals, your aspiration. Open it up and develop that gift. And that gift, because that gift, there's a segment of people that are waiting for your message, are waiting for your story. And what I've learned too, in a lot of my mess, I have turned into a message. And so that's what I want to encourage the audience to do, to stay focused and don't allow what that one thing that happened to you, you're not the first and you're not the last. That's it. He's going to glorify through your challenges that you're dealing with right now. And I also learned that if you start having a pity party, nobody is going to come. And if they come, they're still not going to bring any present. Don't get bitter. I tell people I can show you how to jump cross bitter and get to better. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. And that's why I'm bragging on God. And that's why I went public. And because I went public of my uh, kidney, and I'm still on dialysis right now. But let me tell you something, the bonus from Jonas, everything still works on me, including me. <laughs> I, I I think I said something. I think it's a bonus for Jonas. And that's why I brag. And that's why I want to encourage some people out there. I know tough times never last, but tough people do. Yes. This is your time. Yes, sir. And this is yes. your turn. Amazing. You are certainly Mr. Enthusiastic. I love it. I just really wanted to give the audience a sense of that you're a human being, right? You're a yes. human being with challenges just like them. However, you are absolutely committed with every fiber of your being to not make any excuses. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Don't look for excuses. Look for reason why you can. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ that strength me. Christ said, I'm not going to do it for you, but I'm going to give you the strength to get it done. (laughs) <laughs> in 2021. Yes, 2020 WON, 2021. We're winning in this year. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it. Listen, I love quoting you. You said, since I went out on a limb, I might as well pick the fruit. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> wow. There is a gift inside of you. Don't abort it, birth it. Yes. Wow. You're not the first one, you certainly won't be the last one. You know, it's so much that you have. I love the fact that you said anything happened per se to you, but for you, and it's an opportunity to brag on your God, right? I love it yeah. because this is not yes. about pushing religion on anyone else. This is how you choose to show up in the world and serve big. But you also stated with all of your credentials, degrees, experiences, and expertise that you're not trying to impress not one single soul, but you no. are very intentional about oppressing upon people the impact that you are making. And I love the fact that more equals more and that you are encouraging people to diversify. You stated that you were able to reach so many more people by having achieved everything that you have. You really just diversified the amount of impact and the reach. I mean, you went to over 69 countries, right? Think about that from a kingdom mindset. So those that are um, of the faith, think about the impact that you're able to make. I mean, God, Jesus went into all of the world, all of the world, not just in the East Coast, right? right. We're both in South Carolina, not just in South Carolina, not just in Georgia, just not on the East Coast or the West Coast for, or the United States. He said the world, we're just talking earlier about 8 billion people. How many of that humanity do you really want to serve? Into each his own, right? To each its own. If you're just happy in your corner of the world, then do that. That's That's you. That's right. Right? That's right. I love it. I love it. But I do want to come back to a thought regarding this book, Make It Matter. You stated earlier when I asked you why now, why this message, you said now more than ever people need hope. Why do you say that? Yeah, because people are really down. And they, they, with all of the frustration and all the uh, negativity that's going on, this is the time. I don't spend no time talking about the obvious. 
I'm solution oriented. Yes. And so to bring hope, to bring encouragement, don't give up, don't give in and don't give out because it's always too early to quit because a quitter never wins and a winner never quit. You're gonna have to fight. If you want a better life, you're gonna have to fight for it. You want a better family, you have to fight for it. If you wanna be a great father, great husband, you're gonna have to fight for it. It's like Joshua said, as far as for me and my house, y'all do what y'all want to do out there. But as far as for me and my house, we're gonna serve the Lord. With those 8 billion people, I'm working to get an alignment, bonus from Jonas, to get an alignment, with my assignment. My message is not for everybody, but it's for anybody who is committed to personal and professional greatness. Whatever God has signed me a million, I want to get to the million. And what I've also learned in the pivoting, I didn't know nothing about social media, but I've learned Zoom now. And now I'm talking, I just been on a conference and people are in London. And I'm speaking to people from London and, and Africa. The last a few weeks ago, I was on a conference right here on my laptop. And there was six continents on this conference that I was speaking on. So what God have done and woke us up, I can go into all the world and never leave Beaufort. Come on, somebody. So that's why I said earlier, I have taken a look at technology and just because I'm dealing tech, I don't have to lose touch. Because what I have learned, people have moved away from the brick and mortar and they are switch over to click and order. Well, I think I said something that move away from brick and order to click and order. Come on, somebody. It's never going to go back. I know somebody with a new normal. New normal. There ain't no such thing as new normal. They're either normal or abnormal. Come, come on, come on. Come. And the people who prepare themselves, the old world have gone forever. Jobs the way they used to be are gone. Schools and education, all of that is gone. And matter of fact, I was reading an article in, back in the 90s, and I said back then, there's no job security in America. There's skill security. The more skilled you are, the yes. more secure you are. And I also told a little example when I used to work at Kodak, and I started there, just came from South Carolina, and I went go to work early, two hours to go to the learning center. And so I was in there one morning, two hours, and I saw the books that says president and said, managers. It says uh, supervisor. It said HR. I passed all of those books. I rolled them all over until they got to the section that said employee. Because I, I would pre-program that you get a good job, you get a good education, and then you, and you work there for 40 years, and then you retire on 40% on, on of your income that you couldn't make it really live with 100%. The 40-40 plan is gone. And it's gone forever. And it ain't going to never come back. But prepare. See, you either have to be prepared or you're going to spend the rest of your life repaired. So I'm preparing for the future and not repairing. <laughs> you just make me so happy when I talk to you. And I know what it is, Dr. Jonas. It is mindset. I just love your mindset because... At the end of the day, you know what I often think about? First of all, I love what you say. You don't spend a lot of time talking about the obvious, right? I think just like that. I'm like, can we just really not waste energy today? Like, seriously, right. that is just, seriously, 
really? So I just love that. But I'm thinking about the garden, good and evil. There's an yes. option. My whole point is there is an option. You, me, every human being on this earth has to make a choice. We're doing it. Even in the times when we think we're not. Just getting up to get dressed. We made a choice. What top, what pants, you know, we're going to put on. That's yes. a choice. Yeah. Unconscious choice is a choice. First of all, to get up out of the bed. That's right. That's right. It's a it's choice. A choice. It's yes. a choice just to yes. get up out of the bed. You're talking about not having to leave Buford. You literally don't have to leave wherever you are. If you have your cell phone with you somewhere in the same room, it could be in your bathroom, your bedroom, in the kitchen, in the living room. You don't have to leave your home to connect to anyone in this world. Think That's about right. that. Think about absolutely, absolutely. My grandparents never even thought of such a thing. That's right. And you can learn practically anything on your smartphone and on your laptop. So there's no excuse. Right in your privacy of your home, you can learn. Sometimes I'm listening to motivational messages. Sometimes I'm listening to communications. Sometimes I'm listening to Bill Gates. Sometimes I'm listening to people that are going rich. Sometimes I want to brush up my English to make sure my subject and verbs agree and my pronouns are not dangling. So I go and look at a course there to developing my mind. As Paul talked about, a checkup from the neck up. Work harder yeah. on yourself. That's why I emphasize in the new book. There are two things that I emphasize. Someone asked me was interview me uh, a couple of weeks ago that what would you tell yourself if you were 18 years old? What would you do differently now looking back? I said, number one, I will make sure I secure my spirituality with the creator. And number two, I would work harder on myself than I work on my job. Oh, good night. That is so good. That is so good. And you know what? I think you know, oftentimes people think, I don't think about regrets in life, but I can certainly concur with you that I am so thankful. And, it, and I didn't do it. The, the craziest part of this is I never set the intention to work on myself more than I worked on the job. I think my strength, and it was a God-given gift strength, was the ability to follow my intuition. Like it was a knowing inside of me. And I honored that knowing, and it has led me on in an amazing journey of self-awareness and transformation. But I never woke up one day and said, yes, you know how we ask little kids, what do they want to be when they're uh, older? I never set out and said, I wanted to work on myself, right? Or I wanted yes. to be purpose-driven. Yes. I just, I just knew it. It's That's amazing right. to me. That's right. Absolutely. Well, I learned that. See, there are things that we have to learn. Even, even the creator said, come unto me, all ye that labor, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn. So I had to learn because when I graduate from school, I, I have never read a book. So the, most of the A's that I got in school was because I was absent. And so that had to make a conscious effort. Yeah. And most, most studies indicate the people who graduate from college and other high learning, they never read another book. They never build their vocabulary. They're making the same mistake. Some people are talking about is that, well, what I was, I was doing this for 30 years. But what happened, what they didn't know, when you learn it the first year, you learn it incorrect. So you have mastered an error. 
So there, as I said earlier, there are some things that we have learned. It's a time now to unlearn some of those things that we should have never learned in the first place. New information and prepare ourselves for the new world. Yeah, I love what you said about, you know, there is no new normal. It's either normal or abnormal. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's right. That's right. Wow. Well, you know, when I transitioned out of my corporate job, I was moving away from brick and mortar. Uh, you're right to click and order, but I didn't know it at the time. That again is a testament of me being in alignment with my assignment, right? Yes. I'm on a yes. mission as you are. That's why I love and really enjoy talking to you. And I certainly uh, echo the sentiment and the thought is always too early to quit. Yes. That's why right. I love, I believe in second chances. If it's worth it, it is. Yes. It, I mean, you gotta tie a knot and hang on. It is yes. so worth it. I love that. Oh my yeah, God, I'm this is so good. Our hour is just zooming past. You know, what's the purpose and the message that you are trying to get as your uh, participation, excuse me, with this book, Make It Matter? What is your intention of being a part of this? What is your message to your readers and the listeners today? Yeah, again, to help them to take a chance, take charge and take control of their life. And the reason why I did another to get with many other authors, because we can touch more people faster. And the collaboration is very, very important. And so now I'm lined up with at least about 200 new authors, new movers and shakers. Can you imagine 200 of us and say each one of us at least have a five to a thousand reach? Could you imagine all of the impact that we are going to do through co collaboration? What I've learned a long time is that when your bonus from Jonas, when your value is clear, your decision is easy. So yeah, you, can, you line yourself up. And that's late. Years ago, when I first heard about Toastmaster, I said, why, why should I join Toastmaster? How can that's going to benefit me? I'm already uh, a paid speaker. I'm getting paid. But then when I looked at Toastmaster, I found out that Toastmaster organization was in alignment with my assignment. So I got a board there. Now I'm a DTM, the highest level, a distinguished Toastmaster, the highest level in 300 thousand members worldwide. So what I'm saying to encourage people that if I can do it with my limited ability, born in a country, on a plantation, was, yes. was given a sentence to death at number four years old. And I turned all of that around. And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to impress you. I just want to press upon you what you can be, what you can do, and what you can have. And you can do it right now. And someone said, well, I want to ask you a question, Brother Jonas. Why? And the, okay, I want to answer that question. Why not? <laughs> why not you? Yes. And why? Then the next question, why not you? And then the second, third one, why not now? Yes. What, yes. What, what's stopping you from doing it now? One of the scriptures that I like is Ephesians chapter three, verse 20 said unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask, all that we could think according to the power that worketh in us. There's power in you. Look up to that power and do it now. He said, well, I haven't done it uh, in, in the past. Don't, you, you may can't change the path, but you can change your path. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you can lead in a different direction. And it starts right now. Yeah, yeah. It starts with a decision. It starts with you. Do you, What do you want to do? What impact do you want to make in this world? Right? You started right. where people needed hope. Okay, now that they have the hope, we certainly can't do it for them. But now they are straight out of excuses. What are they going to do with it? It's amazing as we're sitting here and we're talking about uh, living full and how you know, once you actually are committed to your assignment, right? I love that. Once you get in that space where your value becomes so clear, the decision is easy. Yes. That, like that is so true because you don't force a thing, right? That's At right. times now I watch myself and this is just speaks to the maturity of, of myself. Yes. And I just, I, we know us, like we live with us 24 seven. I've been saying a lot lately, lately, we are the common denominator in our life. Wherever we go, there we are. You know, if I go in the next room, I'm there. If I, That's right. if That's I get right. on the plane to go to India, I'm there everywhere That's I go, right. there Sheree is. So, but that being said, I find myself now just not really saying much when I don't want to say anything, like not have, feeling like I have to, I can just be all of me in whatever setting I need to be. But it's interesting, as we're sitting here talking, my daughter walks in with an envelope and the envelope says, the Honorable Sheree Edelma Darian has my government name spelled out. Uh-huh. And it's from the Secretary of State's office. I wasn't expecting anything, right? Yes, yes. I have no idea what this is. And what it is, is an appointment to another board on behalf of the governor. Yes. I didn't ask for that. That's Dr. right. Jonas. That's right. I didn't solicit it at all. That's right. I didn't even know it was coming. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? So yes. but when yes. your value is clear, yes. the decision is easy. Yes. Right? That's right. Wow. This is just absolutely amazing. Uh, how do our listeners get in touch with you? We're down to the last few minutes of today's call. Yes, uh, two ways. They can go to my website, www.jonasbonus.com, where a free gift is there. Again, that's www.jonas, then the word bonus, B-O-N-U-S.com. And if they want to talk to me locally, they can call me at area code 843 379 8145. That's area code 843-379-8145. Today has been absolutely breathtaking. I love all of the work that you do, the impact that you're making. I am so fortunate to have met you. I can personally say how you have helped me was with that first book, How to Fly Like an Ego with Wings Like a Wimp. Oh my God. If you guys have not read that book, you most definitely need to get that when I probably, you know, I, we really hadn't talked about it, but you, I think it was the ostrich. It was several of the birds in there. Yes. And I'm like, are you serious? It is just so yummy, delicious. But <laughs> I do want to ask you this question. And it's been something that I've read before and uh, we've talked before and obviously I've received your emails and, you know, just been, uh, abreast of everything that you're doing, some of what you're doing. But there's one thing that always stood out to me and I wanted to ask you for clarity. Is that okay? Yes. So your motto is, since greatness is possible, excellence is not enough. Go for greatness. 
Yes. Whenever I read that, Dr. Gadsden, two words stick out to me, greatness and excellence. Yes. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, isn't that the same thing? What is the difference between greatness and excellence from your point of view? Well, the difference is, is depend on the writer and the usage. What I am saying, and, and I know a lot of people push the excellent, there's nothing wrong with that. I am saying, my, in my eyes, a greater uh, goes for greatness. Uh, because all through the scripture, you know, talk about God being excellent too, but also talk about him being great. So I wanted to be different than, and I talked to other people and they said, oh, I use excellent. I said, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I am saying though, don't become complacent with excellent when greatness is possible. I hear you very loud and clear. And you know what, as you put that perspective out there, I'm thinking, that Jesus says, and this is another mind twister, really, right? Similar yes. to what I was going through with that statement. I'm thinking something Jesus said. He said, greater works will you do. Yes. So you look in comparison at what he did upon his time on the earth. You think, how in the world can any of us, you and I, Dr. Gadsden, yes. do something greater than the only beloved of the father? That's right. You that's, know what I mean? Right. It's like it throws your mind in a, in a spin. Like how in the world? Like how can we, us, we can do yes. something greater? And that's what he yes. said. Greater work shall you do. So that's the way I am understanding your model now is yes. that, yeah, don't become complacent. There is still much greater, even greater than excellent. That's right. Absolutely. Don't limit it. Yeah. You, you, you got it, sister. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we are down to the last minute of today's show. What final message you want to leave, excuse me, with our listening audience? And first, before you answer, let me say I love you with a heart of gold and I appreciate you. And I am so much better to have ever had the opportunity to meet you. And would you promise me that we will definitely do better and staying in touch and supporting one another. And I know I owe you a, a testimonial. I promise you, I will get that out to you. Oh, yes. I, pro I promise that, yes, we wanted the scripture said iron sharpens iron. And just as you said, gave me a compliment. I, I loved your, your program and, and the difference, the positive difference that you're making in the world. Courageous conversation with Sherry and you do just a great job. Yes, I'm making a commitment to that today that we will stay in contact with one another. My leaving thoughts would be, bonus from John, there's no defense against greatness. If there's a crack, then greatness will seep through. If there isn't any crack, then greatness will break through. Have a breakthrough life. And remember that a setback is really a step back to prepare yourself to have a greater comeback. And when life knocks you down, always strive to land on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. This is Dr. Jonas Gadsden, known as Mr. Enthusiastic, saying God bless you and love you all with the love of the Lord. Awesome. Um, and thank you, Savannah. Thank you so much for listening. All of you, wherever you are in the world, go for greatness. Go for greatness. Go for greatness. There's much to do. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to another episode of Courageous Conversations with Sheree. I'm your girl. Signing off. Want to remind you that the viewpoints expressed in the preceding program are not necessarily those of WRUU or its staff. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <music>